0: This is Science Friday, I'm Ira Flatow, And now it's time to check in on the state of science.
1: This is KERA for WWNO, St. Louis Public Radio, KKMD Iowa News.
0: Public Radio News. Local science stories of national significance. Deep in the heart of Texas, it has been a scorching summer. In Austin, for example, the highs have been over 100 degrees for nearly all of July. This is putting a huge strain on the power grid in Texas, the Electricity Council that supplies energy to residents has asked people to reduce their energy usage during this intense heat, and people are understandably not happy about that. Joining me to talk about what's going on in Texas is my guest, Mose Bouchelle, energy and environment reporter for KUT Public Radio in Austin. Welcome back. Thanks, Ira. Nice to have you. I know you've been dealing with this Texas heat. Can you walk us through what's been going on with the energy supply this week? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the the heat started in the spring, and it's been pretty
1: much nonstop. And obviously, that drives up energy use. Uh, the, The main driver for power use in Texas in the summer is, of course, air conditioning. And when you have heat like this, People are going to crank up their AC. That puts a strain on the power grid, and you know our power grid is uh, wobbly already, as as we've talked about before. And so uh, when when the energy use goes up, you start hearing these conservation calls come in.
0: Yeah, your famous power grid. What are the standard recommendations for people to conserve energy? Lower the AC, things like that.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, they they ask people to lower their AC. They ask you not to run major appliances. You know, they recommend running a fan in your house if you can, as opposed to having your your air conditioning up. So kind of common sense things that that they put out these statewide requests for people to do with the hopes that if enough people do them, it will lower energy demand and kind of release some of the strain on the, on the electric grid.
0: I'm sure people are pretty upset at this. Where are they turning their anger to, the government or to the power company?
1: Well, what you got here is, that, you know, obviously in Texas, we are the only state in the continental U.S. with our own independent power grid and you referenced the electric reliability council of texas earlier that's really the kind of like face of of what's going on here this is our grid operator they're the ones that put out these conservation requests and um ever since this, that big blackout that happened in 2021 people have kind of focused a lot of their anger for you know w- warranted or not at that grid operator we call it ERCOT.
0: And as you mentioned last time, you were on the show back in 2021. That blackout was where the grid failed because it was too cold. And now we're talking about issues for being too hot. Yeah, so what's yeah. going wrong and to create this grid problem?
1: So I mean, what we have here is a kind of limited energy capacity in the state. They say that we have enough to get through the, the what they expect to be the peak time. But when you start seeing really high energy use the kind of cushion of extra energy to keep things safe starts to diminish. Then they start asking for conservation. They want to have that extra cushion just in case a big power plant breaks down or something goes wrong because they don't want to throw the entire grid off balance. And so that's why you're seeing these conservation calls coming out
0: three so far this year. But you also have not just fossil fuels. You're a huge state for wind and solar. What happened to those backups or or main sources?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, like I'd say in the first part of this year, we were about a third powered by renewable energy in Texas. A lot of people don't know that about Texas. But really big with wind, uh, increasing solar capacity. Those resources have actually really been coming through this year to provide a lot of needed energy on the grid. But of course, the wind doesn't always blow. And when you have reduced renewable capacity coupled with breakdowns at our what they call thermal power plants, mostly our gas power plants, that can also kind of add
0: to this energy crunch that we'll see here. Following the news, it seemed that this tremendous heat has had stopped the wind from blowing for a while. Is that right?
1: Yeah. Although, you know, this enters into a huge conflict that we see in the state that we've seen for years in the state, which is a kind of a running battle between renewable energy and fossil fuel interests, wind has actually been performing about at expectation. You know, the wind usually picks up in the evenings or in the, you know, kind of afternoons, evenings in the state. You're not always going to see that resource available in the middle of the day during the summer heat. That's why solar's it so well. Uh, we have seen solar really pick up some of that slack.
0: Well, it looks like the only ingredient you're missing are the batteries, right? That you could store the stuff <laughs> when the wind's blowing and the sun is shining. That's right. I mean, like the big
1: jargon word now in Texas has been dispatchable energy, right? right? You know, energy that you can kind of turn off and on as you need it. People that want to support the fossil fuel industry here, they kind of use that to to try to justify building more gas plants. But of course, there are other options. We are seeing growth in battery storage in the state, really big growth. Um, Of course, it's starting from very little. Uh, And, you know, we also hear a lot of calls for increased solar coming in, because obviously in the summertime, the same conditions that create this this really high electric demand, those are the exact same conditions that create solar energy. So it would complement
0: it very well. Well, thank you very much for explaining that to us, Mose. Uh, thank you, Ira. And good luck with the rest of the summer. We're going to need it. <laughs> yeah, M- Mose Bouchelle, energy and environment reporter for KT Public Radio in Austin, Texas. And if you want to learn more about the Texas Energy Grid, you can head over to our website, sciencefriday.com slash stateofscience. And Mose's podcast, The Disconnect. Power Politics and the Texas Blackout comes back for its second season.